Do you like exclusive stuff? Yes, yes sir. sir. Do you like having access to your favourite podcast hosts in a way like never before? Yeah, absolutely. Do you wish you had access to our old Survivor Oz episodes that you can't find anywhere else online? Oh, yeah. If you answered yes to one, two or all of those questions, then get excited because the Oz Network is now on Patreon. <laughs> That's right, your favourite podcast has jumped on the Patreon bandwagon to enable a better listening experience for you, our listener. For more details, simply head to www.patreon.com forward slash oznetwork where you can sign up for as little as $3 a month. It'll be the best decision you make since that last bad one you made. You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. We're back, uh, part two, LA Space X. Uh, back for our part two of our two part episode. Uh, I'm assuming you've already listened to part one. And if you haven't, uh, why? If you're not. Uh, so we're back. Uh, we're already released our episode part one recap and now we're in part two it aired same day it's two-parter it's written by the same people and directed by the same person uh and if you want to know who they were listen to part one uh so my name is noah and what happened <laughs> and my name is ben and that's a big wall <laughs> it's not the first time you said that to me. Um, I know. Just thought I'd get you a bit of a boost at the beginning of this episode. Yeah. Feel good about yourself. Uh, so just before we get into this, I just want to say uh, that creation is all space, all time, all things past, present, and future. Uh, that's number nine in uh, Amazing Matthew Fox. Quite <laughs> right. one of my Forgot about those. Forgot about uh-huh. those. You forgot okay. about it from 10 minutes ago when oh, we just recorded Oh, I did. Sorry. That was <laughs> such a memorable episode that we just finished recording before we started recording this one. No week has uh, passed. Uh, number seven, I didn't learn to swim until I was 21. Wow, that's an amazing oh. quote. That's Put it on a T-shirt. It's inspiring. <laughs> on one of those uh, posters on my wall. <laughs> Yeah, so it's just some good um, Matthew Fox fix in the meantime while we wait for Last Light to premiere. Any news, um, Noah, in the last 10 minutes since the last episode? <laughs> Any update? Uh, no, but I was trying to, in the last 10 minutes, uh, stalk his wife on Instagram to find uh, some pictures of Matthew Fox. Uh, all I could find was a 20-year-old Spanish model with the same name as his wife. So <laughs> I think that happened last time we looked. I'm pretty sure that was a that we because I thought I'd found her at one point. I swear we've done that before. God, Noah, catch up. I mean... She she seemed pleasant, but she was not the <laughs> wife of Matthew Fox, unless he's like married someone with the same name, who, or unless his wife is twenty. Lisa, what's um, his face? The the creepy, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Does, he kids? Does Matthew Fox have Matthew, kids? Yeah, two kids. Tried to find them, couldn't find them. Is that Johnny and Jenny? Johnny and Jenny. Oh, uh, his daughter is called Kyle, which is weird. Okay. Uh, and can you imagine how many Kyle Foxes there must be in America? Kyle Fox, yeah. Uh, and then the son, I can't remember, but I couldn't find anything. And this is getting creepy now. Um, <laughs> Noah, Noah's Matthew Fox obsession grows to the fact that he automatically <laughs> knows his kids' names, their ages, where they go to school, and what they had for breakfast. Um, yeah, so this is part two. Uh, we already 
covered the first half. Have to say, not a bad episode of Lost, but weaker than part one. Yeah, I agree. Uh, it's definitely not as good as part one. It's still okay. Uh, I don't hate it. Um, I think it's got some good stuff. I honestly completely forget about the sort of the new others, the mystery temple people. The other um, other. The other 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 others. Uh, what are we up to now? Like part 12. Um, and I kind of like I, my favorite bit is steal the stuff that's in the flash sideways. And we get the return of somebody, which is oh, again, it's been so long. I completely forgot that this was the. I know we literally talked this a couple of episodes ago, but I, I I love this moment when you see her, and I don't want to spoil it because people listening this probably haven't seen it yet. But um, <laughs> even when I watched this, I was like, oh my god, yes, it's her. There she is. <laughs> yeah, she's as good back. As boom. boom was back, and now our old friend is back. But we'll get into that. Um. Yeah, so this episode, again, there's no centric character. It just continues on with the sideways. And I guess it is a week and a half, but you have to put it into context that this aired on the same night and it essentially is one episode. So even though it's a bit weaker, when you don't know what the hell's going on with these flash sideways, you're invested in this episode. Oh, yeah. Even, even if on a rewatch is not the most exciting of the flash sideways. And that's what I think, again, what I was saying in the last episode is just I remember watching this live and being invested and being like, oh, my God, like, what's happening? Like, Kate's getting away again and this character's back and, you know, I kind of – and the the whole Lock Jack scene, I love the Lock Jack scene when he gives him his card and just um, things like that. So, like, again, I just – I'm weirdly really, really transported into watching this live, just being like, oh, my God, what's happening? So, um, yeah, I guess that's why maybe – It'll go a little bit higher for me. But, again, it's not a super high-ranked episode. And, actually, I will say the other others, the the main dude, I kind of like him. He's kind of mysterious and strange. And yeah. I like him. And John Lennon and his sidekick, John Lennon. Oh, we'll get into him. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so let's uh, pick back up with the flush sideways. Uh, so we've landed in L.A., We've survived the plane, no crash, and now all of our characters are back in LA. Um, this no, is where we get like Honolulu International Airport. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that does not look like LAX. Nothing I've like LAX. To, uh, yeah, but this isn't LAX. This is LA SpaceX. Sorry, of course it is. It is. It is absolutely not Honolulu International Airport. It is. I believe that the SpaceX is supposed to be like, oh, this is weird, like parallel universe uh like it's slightly different but it's pretty crap name for an episode but it shouldn't like if you're being technical lax is spelt lax like there's no space in like airport codes do not have a space in it so that's what i mean i think the space is supposed to be like this is different it's not lax it's but it's in terms of episode names especially for a premiere it's not one of the strongest. And also, do you think it's because, like, as you thought, it like people legitimately probably would have just called it Lax? Lax. <laughs> like if, if they had just spelled it like they should have, like Lax. <laughs> uh, so we pick up with our hero and we get a little call, like, uh, uh, Jack Shepard, can you make your way to the nearest service counter? Oh. I love this. <laughs> uh, and it turns out that they've lost his coffin. <laughs> And Christian's coffin and Jack's getting all angry, Jack. Uh, and he's saying, like, 
but the funeral is in two hours. Like I get that he wants to get it over and done with, but even if they didn't lose the coffin, that's pushing it pretty fine, isn't it? Yeah, no, I'm definitely like, the thing that I, I love about this is just the fact that how inept are Oceanic to lose a fucking coffin? Like, it's not like you've just lost a suitcase or just lost, you know, something. It's a coffin! Like, it's not something. Why, they have 20 on board that day? Um, but, yeah, also, I, I'm, I'm with you. Like, the, the fact that he literally says, it's in two hours. If I'm the Oceanic guy, I'm like, kind of a bit thin, aren't we, mate? Like, I mean, what if the plane was delayed? What if... We crashed in the Isn't middle of the Pacific. Isn't notorious and, for bad traffic too? Well, but this and but this is the thing too. It's not just the traffic, but like if this really was LAX, the the arrivals hall, like customs, is like always <laughs> packed. I don't think I've ever not been packed in the arrivals hall when you're going through customs, even for US citizens. So, um, kind of got yourself to blame a bit there, our hero Jack. Um, but <laughs> two, I, just, I do love this guy. Oh, oh, I don't know how to say this, but. We've lost your cargo. Yeah. <laughs> they don't care at all. And this like, where is it? Well, we don't know. <laughs> well, it's How? Christian somewhere around the world. He just, um, he's going on a trip to Tahiti. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever had a, a lost luggage? I've been very blessed to never have any luggage issue. Um, No, the closest I had was... When I jetted, like, last minute, had to sneak into Canada when I moved there, it was all COVID situation, and basically I got denied. I got a dick United Airlines person who wouldn't let me on to the flight to Canada in San Francisco, and he was wrong. He was wrong. I ended up getting money off the bastards because they fucked me over. I got stuck in America for a week. Anyway, um, and then basically I had to get on a plane to, I was going to say with a friend in Minneapolis, so I had to hope that they got my bag off in time because there was every chance they pulled me off so last minute that I'm thinking like, fuck, my bag is not going to get off and I'm going to be lost without this bag because I'm having to board a flight in like two hours. So I was waiting down at like the arrivals thing and talking to the thing and they're like, oh, we don't know, we don't know if it gets lost, give your forwarding address. And long story short, they found it and they get they got it before I got the flight to Minneapolis. So that was the closest I've ever gotten. I just, every time I'm standing waiting for the luggage to come out, I always like, and yours isn't coming out. I just always think, like, oh, this is the time. It's not going to bloody come. You've jinxed um, it now. But, yeah, but I'm not flying anywhere anytime soon. You know, the trick um, is, right, to get your bag first is you, if you board as late as you can, if you check in as late as you can, your bag goes on last, and then your bag will come out first. I'm not paranoid about missing flights and that, and I'm not one of those people that shows up four hours early, but I don't, I don't like to cut it fine. Just I've missed flights, but um, but luckily when you, when you miss flights in the US, uh, they don't give a shit and they just put you on the next one. <laughs> well, oh, well, that's yeah, a shame. We'll put you on the next one. For me. No, yeah, most <laughs> like like it's. I think it just comes from the fact that in the US, there's so many freaking flights that they can like, and literally, it was a cliche. The friends I was staying with, their car broke down on the way to the airport. Like literally, the cliche. And um, I technically made it, but because of security i didn't so like i rushed to the gate and they sort of looked at me it's like oh no nah, we've just um they're just taxing off the runway i'm like fuck i'm like okay we'll put you on the next one i'm like oh you can do that yeah of course we can i'm like oh good on you america <laughs> not in australia no uh, they'll charge you like triple the price so then we pick up with jin and san uh this seemed a bit cringy uh did you miss kate um i thought kate was first no, not according to Lostpedia. 
Well, I'm flicking through the episode and Kate is first. Well, Lostpedia is wrong. Okay. Uh, well, <laughs> Sun and Jin's is short anyway, so we'll go through them. Um, uh, so this is where Jin had the watch and the business gift that he had to deliver. And this is where I wish it just was the alternate universe of what happened next because she was going to leave him but then stayed. And I would love to see what happens to Sun and Jin uh, in America after they didn't crash instead of it just being a, uh, like a afterlife. Uh, but the, yeah, this seems a bit off and Lostpedia keeps making a big deal out of the fact that they're using her maiden name over and over, but I'm, I'm almost certain that there's no such thing as maiden name in Korea. I don't think that the woman takes the, the husband's name. So they're making a big deal out of this, but her name is, uh, Sun Hua Peck. So, hmm. uh, uh, I'm glad we've got but, you in Korea to clarify these Korean facts because I, I would have, yeah, like I would never have been able to sleep if we didn't get that off. I know, right? Uh, no other lost was- podcasts are bringing that information. They may bring no, Damon this- Lindelof, but they don't bring the real facts. <laughs> this is where we have Agent Smalley, Dick Agent Smalley to uh, poor old June. I. You need to declare this. Uh, and then maybe the clunkiest line of dialogue in the whole episode is when they have uh, Agent Anne who <laughs> says to son, like, do you speak any English? Because if you do, now would be the time to speak up. Wink, wink, nuts, nuts. Like, come on. Like, obviously, because she does speak English, but no one would ever say that, like the way that she says that. Uh, Agent Anne Brown, uh, she was her last name Brown is visible on her name tag. And Agent Smalley, uh, no trivia. Oh, yeah, I'm looking here at Anne Brown. Um, Anne Brown, yes, she was nice, but Agent Smalley was a bit of a dick. I, I feel like uh, I was watching an episode of Border Security. I just needed Grant Bowler to just be like, the, <laughs> This couple have just arrived from Sydney, but are having troubles communicating with Agent Dick. Smally, I, I was thinking like, it must. We speak English, and we're very fortunate about that. But it must be so hard to be from a country like Korea or yeah. a country where only your language is spoken in that country to be traveling. Like, it's no surprise that you see these Chinese tour groups everywhere because if you don't speak English, no one else is speaking Chinese. It's bloody must be so bloody difficult. Well, you live in a country where you don't really speak the language, do you? So I yeah, mean, it is bloody difficult. <laughs> I, the only time I've experienced when I went to Mexico and like you know it was, I I got a I got by, but like I was just stupid because I was just a dumb naive Westerner thinking, oh, they'll speak English. They didn't. Um, but the difference you know. is, I mean, the English isn't great here, but people still speak English. There's signs in English. There's menus in English. Like the, the, there ain't no Korean around unless you go to like special places of LA or like Japan or Vietnam or whatever. But even then, like, I think, yeah, because like, you definitely have your pockets and communities. Like I know in Canada, like when I went to, you know, Quebec, like it's predominantly French, but I mean, it's still a majority speaking English speaking country. So like, you know, you're going to have, I mean, there are pockets where they will refuse because they're, they're French, they're rude. Um, but <laughs> hello to all our French listeners. Bonjour. But um, yeah, no, I, I couldn't imagine. Cause I guess like, 
even though English is what technically not the most spoken language in the world, just purely on the fact that you've got a country of a billion odd people where you've got a language spoken there, um, it technically is the most universally spoken language, is it not? Like, technically. It has to be. Yeah. Because uh, well, we speak it, so of course it is. <laughs> we are very lucky. Uh, very lucky. Uh, so, now, all right, let's pick up with Kate. Oh, my God. Uh, so, so this is where she's, like, begging to – she has the pen from the first part, and she's begging to go to the pen. toilet. Uh I love like this. This episode has not aged well because you would, if this came out in twenty twenty one, we would not have the marshal walking into the women's toilet. Yeah. I think uh, that scene would not would not be in an episode of Lost today. Uh, when he goes into there, anyone in there? Who's in here? Uh, then he's like just waiting outside while she's going to the toilet. Uh, I love that. Like she drops like the spring. Uh, I love that. Like. Like, oh, I, were you cringing when, like, when Mars goes to, like, pick it up of, like, the dirty old airplane toilet? Like, it's just a spring. It could be from anyone. Like The thing that I don't, like, I, this is a real nitpicky thing here for, for Ben Waterworth to do, but this is, like, anybody who has been to the US will know that there is, like, he should be able to see into this cubicle because they've got these really weird big gaps in between their doors. Like, no kidding. They've got, like, in, like, the between the hinge areas and where the door locks, there's, like, a, a couple of centimetre gap in all, like, cubicle doors in public toilets in the US. It's weird. So she, he should be able to see in here right now anyway. So, but, yeah, it is kind of gross to answer your question. Gross, Edward. Uh, I like when he says, like, no, you're done here. Like, I mean, this. This is maybe another question that we can answer. We already talked about pooing last week, uh, but <laughs> but can women just stop midstream like that? Because it's very difficult for men to do. So, I, look, uh, last time I used a vagina, I I will I didn't try, so I'll I'll That's make sure. That's the problem is I've got the uh, Korean trivia, but I uh, yeah. we don't have the woman voice on this show. This is where no, we, we need a Colin. woman host. <laughs> Colleen. Colin knows uh, women, so um, yeah. if there's one person that knows women, yeah. Colin Hill. <laughs> hey, hey, his wife stuck around for more than eighty days, so he's he's a he's yeah. a he's a ladies. He's man. a Oz Network record holder. <laughs> he is. He's he's a man. Colin, you know, and you know, he's Colin's had sex at least twice. He has three children. He's so. not getting onions gifted to him. <laughs> <laughs> he has other things that make him cry. Well, well, we'll ask Colin next time he's on the show. Uh, uh, so we just need him on now, so just like we just have like Jamie, just you know, cause Jamie would answer that. She would have no like if it wasn't like I mean, about three in the morning for them right crap. now. I'd message. <laughs> yeah, like you don't want to wake them up for that. They've got kids, but I'm not being <laughs> crass. But like for men, it's very difficult to stop mid midstream. So like, it's I, I, not I impossible, would, but it's. I would assume difficult. women have the same muscles in that region it's doing the same thing we don't know anything um you know it's it's the same thing that's happening but um i do like the one thing i'll say though is that um yeah i see your point about it like it wouldn't happen in 2021 but i i feel that if you're transporting a pretty you know a murderer and you've got jurisdiction like i'm pretty sure that like all he has to do is flash a badge and just be like well she's a murderer uh, and then I think if any woman's, oh, fuck, she's murder, I'm not going in the bathroom then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
And I in all fairness, so. she is doing this to escape. And in all fairness, she does escape. So I kind of think he has yeah, a valid point for being right. in there. But, but <laughs> if I was, was right. in the toilet and somebody came in and flashed a badge, so I'd be very confused at what to do. Uh, yeah, well, I, I mean, you and you definitely have those people who are like, oh, I'm calling this in. That that would be the thing in this climate. Like, you know, oh, cops are bastards. I don't believe you. You're just faking this. Like, they would check left, right, and centre. But I, the thing that I question with this, though, is that when they arrive, you see the cops take Charlie off the plane. Why wouldn't there be, like, federal, like, FBI yeah, should be, they're, they're, trans, they're transporting a murderer, and yet they've got, like, three or four cops taking off a guy who just had some heroin. Like, I've been on a plane before where obviously they were transporting a prisoner or something. I don't know who it was, but, like, there were cops, like, waiting to come on the plane, and they wait. They wait till everyone's off the plane, and then they go and, like, the cops escort whoever's on the plane off the plane. Um, so like, to me, the biggest thing here is that there's no way they would just let this one guy transport a woman who is like a murderer who was on the run for how long? Like she's been escorted off the plane in cuffs and like whisked straight. She's probably on the tarmac. They'll probably take her straight to like a federal prison. This show is so unrealistic. I know. It's like, <laughs> that was in the real LA, Hawaii is just very relaxed. Uh, it's like they're in the afterlife or something. Like... <laughs> Yeah, they don't escort people in the afterlife. Uh, but this is where, like, he's, like, banging, like, your time's up. And she's like, I'm not finished. And then, like, she bangs <laughs> the door. And, like, she does a pretty good job at taking him out. Uh, yeah. But I, I wanted to knock the door in and she's, like, half wiping. Like, I told you, I'm not finished. <laughs> I said I wasn't finished. <laughs> but I like... Uh, like she takes him out pretty good, but I like when the two ladies come in. She's like, yeah. Yeah, uh, he attacked me and like I fought back and then she just runs out. And, um <laughs> good story though. Like, I mean, fair point. Man in the woman's bathroom. I know, he but then, me. like we do see the ladies go out and be like, Oh, we need some help. Uh but uh this is where she's like escaping out, uh and she she gets uh to hold the lift and we have a bit of uh I don't know, is it awkward? Is it flirtatious? Just awkward Sawyer, uh, Sawyer and Kate in the lift? Flirting. Uh, Hard flirting. Mild handcuff flirting. Uh, he's he's remembering. You know how they have the flashes in the finale of remembering? He's remembering the bear cage right there when he yep. sees those handcuffs. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but at this point, we don't know he's a cop. So at the moment, we're like, oh, he's still bad guy, Sawyer. Yeah. So I, I kind of like in this episode, LAX, how we just are in LAX and we're just seeing all these characters in various spots. But we could have had Boone back again. Well, he's uh, there getting his bag somewhere. Yeah. Uh, without Shannon. Uh, this is where she escapes out and we get a bit of a Frogut, angry <laughs> Frogut. Like, hey, we're in line. <laughs> That's fun. Angry Frogut. Uh, and Hurley's there. What's he talking? It's his conversation. I was trying to like listen to he's talking about just random crap yeah i don't think i really marked it down uh and then this is where uh mars comes out sees her she's like shit so she jumps into a cab that's already taken and who's there the first time since season four and you waited for boom but now it's claire it's my taxi my taxi my taxi claire's back on the show oh it's been so long and she in her first episode back, she barely gets anything to do at all. She's like, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? She's quite a She does say, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, so Claire's back, uh, which we're going to see more of Claire uh, next week uh, on the island. Uh, so it is just funny, though, like, oh, it's Claire. We haven't seen her in a while. I guess she's which, back. I actually, again, remember watching this. I was like, oh, my God, it's Claire. Like, you know, you get a bit excited. But um, I think, like, from memory, I'm probably preempting what we see in the flash sideways, but... Isn't she like just a typical Australian at this point? Just like, oh my god, I'm in America and someone's got a gun. Like, I've just arrived in America and someone, you know, like seriously, like that'd be you. That'd be you, like arriving in America for the first. Oh wow, finally match America. Somebody's got a gun straight away. Like, it's like American American going to Australia and there's like a spider on their bag as they pick it up from the carousel or something like that. She's I like like Kate's got the gun to the back of the taxi driver's head and like drive off. Like, she just had a click. Get out, you fat Aussie. Bogan. Uh, I know that she's like used to being on the run and that, but what is her game plan? She's escaping from LAX. Like, yeah. And this Marshall is just driver. He, and like, this is the thing where like he's kind of crap at his job. <laughs> like, he's just let her get away into a taxi, and he sees the taxi. Like, shouldn't he be getting his gun out? Like, oh, I guess it's got taken away. But like, security should be with him or something. Like, I mean, God, if this is Osama bin Laden, you know, <laughs> we've cleared. Yeah. Clara Bin Laden. This is like, there's a whole other show in this with like Edward Mars, like a sitcom where he's just constantly failing to catch people oh. as a marshmallow. <laughs> oh, damn, freeze spray. Goes uh, home. Hey, honey, how's your day? I lost another one. Yeah, he does. Even in the afterlife, Edward Mars is failing. Um, why is he in the afterlife with everyone? Like, what's his? Why is he like purgatory still with these people? Why are these people the most important people in his life? Because he died. I want him to show up at the church and be like, "I finally got you." There's nowhere to hide now. Yeah, and he's like, like run, in, run through the doors, arm in arm with a polar bear, like uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, a frogat, maybe, uh, or that shrapnel that was stuck in him when Hurley wanted to vomit. <laughs> it's got its face. Um, it's like Joanna's face. <laughs> Uh, and then for our last one, this is sweet. We oh, get uh, Gummy Joe in his wheelchair and Sad Jack. Uh, happy Sad Gummy Jack's Joe. Back. Yeah, Happy Gummy Joe, Sad Jack. But I was just thinking when I was watching this scene, like the last conversation we ever had with them was the life and death of Jeremy Bentham. And uh, before that was in the Orchid in the finale of season four. So... If there's one thing that the Flash Sideways bring, we get to have our Jack Lock little powwows back. So this was nice. It's been a while. Uh, Jack's all sad because he lost the, the coffin. And what's Lock saying? Like, what did you lose? And oh, it's a coffin. He's like, oh, it's not as exciting as me. I lost a case of knives. Mm-hmm. He's like, what are you, a salesman? Uh, and then uh, I don't really get this he talks about they didn't lose your dad they lost his body yeah he's, he's like, already gone i don't really understand what it is he's trying to say like your dad is in your memory or like pretty sure like you are still your body he's uh, being philosophical no yeah, but i have on. to say it's one of the clunkiest philosophical moments he's, he's getting a bit rusty in the afterlife <laughs> uh, is it a bit meta? Like, They're in the afterlife talking about the body not really being like you know like. Uh... 
Yeah, well, they do. They do eventually get the body, and when they do, it's do uh, do not what we're expecting. Uh, then it's like uh, Jack's like appreciates that he's like that's sweet, and then we get like insensitive Jack, like how are you in the wheelchair? <laughs> and then Gummy Joe's like, no, no, it's okay, don't worry. I'm a spinal uh, surgeon. Sure you are. I'm just going to go after yeah. random wheelchair people. Ha ha, you're in a wheelchair. How did it happen? That's a bit yeah, rude. I'm a, a spinal weird. surgeon. Uh, but he, he doesn't tell him. He's just like, my condition is irreversible. And then Jack, I know Jack saved his wife, but no. Uh, that's not advice, Dr. Shepard. Yeah. That's... um. Like tell that tell that to people right now who can't walk. Uh, that you know, like nothing's zero. I'm that good at my surgery. Like nothing is zero. Nothing. 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 <laughs> Terminal uh, cancer. Just not not irreversible. Nothing. Death. <laughs> not irreversible. Lost. Well, I mean, technically not. Um. <laughs> but yeah, he's saying like. If you ever want a consultation, uh, and at this point we don't know how Locke is in the wheelchair because we don't know if it's different or the same. And at this point, I'm still on board with the sideways before Jack doesn't have a son and before Locke wasn't in a plane crash or whatever it was that made him in a wheelchair. Uh, but it's sad to see Gummy Joe in his wheelchair again, even though he's pretty chipper here. But uh, yeah, this is definitely the best scene of the sideways of the the two episodes of me. Yeah, I like this kind of. It's just a nice little scene, and I actually kind of like what this brings in the uh, the sideways thing here. But <laughs> just how'd you get in the wheelchair? I'm a spinal surgeon. Like, okay. Um, I like when he gives him his card, and they look at the card. And I've just froze frame here on the card, and of course the numbers are all very much you know your TV five five five. But they got the address on here of Saint Sebastian Hospital. Uh, 8444 Wilshire Boulevard. Now, I've just quickly put that into Google Maps to see if it's a real address. It's a real address. Uh, oh. The sad fact is it is not a hospital. It is a theatre. And I'm seeing here it is Saban Theatre. And if you go to Street View, I can see here at the time that Google took this picture, you could see Sinbad or Cheech and Chong. Uh, so... Oh, my God, how old is the picture? <laughs> I don't know, but... Um, so, it is a real address, because I've heard of Wilshire Boulevard, but uh, it is not a hospital. It is a theatre, so... But funny. isn't this a cool, like, lost connection? Because Cheech Marin plays Hurley's uh, Hurley's yeah. dad. So, we there can put go. that on Lostpedia as, like, the trivia. Hey, look at us. See, we've done it all. Two things this episode. The yeah, Korean... We're keeping Lostpedia afloat in the 2020. Again... All your other Lost podcasts, oh, Damon Lindelof exclusive. Who cares? We just <laughs> discovered the weird connection between the address on Jack Shepard's business card and Hurley's dad. You are I welcome. Hope one day we can go to the Saban Theatre together. Yeah, I think we should. That's a good idea. Hmm. And we'll mm. say, this isn't St. Sebastian, though. <laughs> this show is so unrealistic. Would you, would you rather go to Honolulu and uh, go see all the things? I did that. That was fun. You didn't see the lost stuff, did you? I saw I saw a bit. I did the tour of the Koala Ranch. I've seen all those pictures. There was that, that room where they had all the lost stuff. I walked on the – I've been on the dock where the submarine was. Um, I've been in, Did you like, see I the saw, bad CGI? I, I didn't. I saw um, Hurley's uh, golf course, and I remember in downtown Honolulu, 
um, the uh, exhibition center or the convention center, which is what they do the outside of the airport usually. So, like, I remember when I did the city tour and we're out the front of them, I'm like, hey, that's that building from Lost. So, yeah. You can go to the church too. Can you? Well, you yeah. didn't see me in a church, I'd burn. Yeah, we should stay away from the church. Yeah, I've, I've got a pub, I've got a court order. We'll be going through that door, moving on to the afterlife. I think you can still do like that. There was, I th- I'm pretty sure when I was there, we were talking about this. There was like a day lost tour, but it cost like six hundred dollars or something. But um, the 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 ranch tour I did, I saw a, a bunch of stuff, and there was like kind of this bunker room area, which they kind of made into like a makeshift little museum. So they had like props from all the movies and TV shows. And there was a whole room. It was just lo- the lost room. And I took a bunch of photos of it. I remember sending it to you. And I think I'd like him took a little video and sent it to you. Maybe I'll dig it up and put it on our social media if I can find it. But um, I definitely, I definitely saw a bunch of lost stuff. And they had, um, did they have a, like a Dharma initiative t-shirt at the gift store? I think, but they, I was too fat back then. So I couldn't fit into any of them. They didn't have the Boone shirt? No, no, sadly that must well, have sold out. Well, that's why it's gone under. Must have sold out. Yeah. Uh, so let's move back to the island, resume. I think we go through the the uh, Man in Black, Ben stuff, because there's barely any of that in this episode. But the shining points for them was definitely last week. Uh, but this week we pick up with them and... Ben's asking uh, the man in black or dummy Joe, uh, <laughs> what are you? And then I like oh, Terry O'Quinn steals the episode. Like he is scary as the man in black in this episode. Uh, yeah. He's like, uh, who are you? Not what? Who? Uh, yeah. What are you? Not what? Who? Uh, I just, I think of uh, James Bond words not ground ice, <laughs> uh, not what, who, uh, which who I like that you? line. Who is he? Who are you? What are you? Uh, what are you doing there? And then Ben's basically like, oh, you tricked me into doing that. Uh, and then, oh, it's like a bit sad when he talks about Locke and how pathetic Locke was. Uh and then I like, I do love the line where he's like, well, what do you want? And he's like, I w- ironically want the one thing that John Locke didn't want. I want to go home. <laughs> I like the, I like the whole bit. You're the monster. Let's not resort to name calling. <laughs> <laughs> Sassy monster. <laughs> I also like it when he's like, snap, he's trying to get that, um, the bit out of what's his face. So he kicks that like big uh, shrapnel out of him to break it out of his body. Um. Yeah, but no, he, he's scary. He legitimately is scary, and I just, yeah, I when, even love like Ben here. Like Ben, just the way he's staring at him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's a good sort of twist. That oh, the monster wants to leave the island. So that pretty much sets up uh, the rest of the season, really. Although they do drop the ball on that quite a bit, I would say. But um. But this is basically setting up across the sea, so you'll be excited for that. Love that episode. Um, and then uh, this is when they they leave the Jacob's pad and they're outside. Um, Man in Black comes back and oh, poor, poor Richard getting to be a raw. I'm glad <laughs> yeah. that he's finally like a main character nowadays. But he getting to be a raw deal this time. Uh, Richard gets I love bashed. the line where he's... <laughs> Where he's like, Richard, it's good to see you out of those chains. Like, that's a great line. 
Like, mm. I, and, you. and then then he, dummy Joe's like, yeah, me. And then just poor old Richie gets smacked down and flung over his shoulder like a wild boar. <laughs> He's like throat punched. He's like throat punched, kicked to the head, and then down, like, and then just flipped over the shoulder. Like, poor old Richard. Oh, he was just making his boat two days ago. <laughs> now he's <laughs> getting throat punched. Oh. Uh, but it is great, like, scary dummy Joe. Um, oh, I love him. I'm very disappointed at all of you. Yeah, it's like, oh, disappointing lock. Disappointed lock. Uh, but yeah, that scene with Richard is sad, but it's great. Uh, and then, I mean, we say Richard gets a raw deal. Son's just been loitering around for the last like 15 episodes, hasn't she? And Zombie Frank. Son. Forgot about Frank. Oh, lovely. Uh, but there is a great kind of moment where fake Locke walks past the body and they like pan over to the body of Locke. Uh, that's a pretty great kind of end to that segment, I think. Um, but yeah, most of this stuff we got in part one, really, for these characters. But Locke's off on a mission, I guess. Now we've Richard flung over him. I, I don't think he liked his eyeliner. <laughs> We're better eyeliner. <clears throat> um, but it's again, like I think I remember watching this first time, like the whole line about the chains. I go, huh? What does that mean? Uh, and then it's kind of like, ooh, like freaky. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's literally the two scenes here. There's not a whole much. But I, I like the shot, too, of old dead gummy Joe on the ground. But Nesta Carbonell, just I just love the like, shocked Nesta Carbonell looking at him like, what? You? Me? You? Yeah. Um, but, how, like, I'm watching it here. How does he knock him out? He throat punches him. And then he, like, he knees him in the head. So throat punch. Knees him in the head and then knees him in the head again. And then he's down. It's a bit mean. <laughs> I didn't know Terry had it in you. Poor Richard. Like, I just, what did, what did he do to deserve that? Also, who is this old woman? I'm just looking here behind Frank and son. There's like some shocked old granny. Like, oh, what's happening? When, <laughs> since when she was one of the other others. other others, Old granny. R- Richard's new girlfriend. Probably. Probably She's his a bit daughter. Younger, Probably his daughter. She looks at least uh, about 80. Yeah, but this is, I guess, exciting. I love that now that now that Jacob's dead, the man in black doesn't give it a two shit. He's just like going to be mean to everyone now. Um, but let's move over across the island uh, to our main group. So remember that they were off to... Hurley was taking charge because Jack failed. Uh and they're off to find the temple because Jacob told them to. Uh, so this is where we pick up and Sawyer's getting a bit of help from Miles. Uh, and oh, this is a bit of a sad scene, but he's like so lost at this point. So, and he's trying to get Miles to, to tell Sawyer what Juliet was thinking when she died. And he's like, this is why you want my help. You just want to use me. And like, tell me. And then this is where we find out that it were. Mm. And we never get an answer to this, but I've always just assumed it's kind of Juliet crossing over to the to the sideways. So it worked in that they eventually did all get to be together. Um, but 
which is kind of bothered by the line. I've never been bothered. I think it's kind of true, though, isn't it? Like at the end of the day, it sort of worked. I mean, the bomb didn't work, so technically, it's not true. But it's also, I guess, it's got to be one of these things to fuck with the audience enough. We're like, oh my god, this flash sideways thing is legit. Yeah, I like the line, but I know some people had issues with it. I I like Uh, it too, and I I like that. I like um Miles here, kind of just. All he wants to do is, you know, help his good old friend. And is this where he keeps calling him boss? And he's like, I'm not yeah, your boss. I'm not your boss. I'm not your boss anymore. He's, I'm Batman. Uh, and then we have the rest of the group making their way. They get to the temple. Pretty cool set. I like the temple. Yeah. Uh, I like their, like making their way through it. Where Jin, what do they see the arm? And Jin's oh, I love like, that. I love the arm. What bit. did he say? Like, he was French. No, he was like, it was the monster or something like it's a cool little uh, payoff, though, isn't it? Like, it's it's kind of like yeah. a cool little like a little flash. Like, what is this? A, a season ago now, isn't it? So it's not that long ago, but yeah. um, it's still kind of cool. Yeah, like Jim was there, so that's so, uh, it must be a mind f for him. Uh, and this is where they're making their way through, and I love that in this episode, Jack's the only one still wearing his Dharma. <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed that, but everyone else has changed. He's still in his little oh, jumpsuit. Jim's got it on. I can see Jin's still got his on. He's got, it, like, take, he's got it like unzipped around his Harpy. waist. Yeah, half The half look, very fashionable. He loves his Dharma. Uh, he's very proud of being in the Dharma Initiative, Jack. <laughs> proud member of the Dharma Initiative. Proud member. He'd uh, be on his Instagram profile. This is where they hear the whispers. And... Uh, and we get the other others come and take them. So they the other others take them to the temple, and we get the introduction to you already mentioned him, Dogen, who Bogan. is the <laughs> Bogan. He's the uh, the leader of the temple. Uh, now Dogen, the Hiroyuki Sanada, He's I actually awesome. really like this actor. He's in a bunch of. Uh, he's in like a ton of you wouldn't know this, but Japanese movies. Uh, but he's off something pretty famous, isn't he? Like I swear, yeah, I've he's seen been something. in a lot of things. But he was actually in the original Ring movie, uh, oh, I've like seen not that. the American one, like the Japanese original Ring movie. I've actually seen that. I hated it. I thought it was dumb. Oh, because of the subtitle, probably. But like, I've like any any horror movie I've seen, I've just like, oh, that's not that you know. But he's a great actor. He's been in a bunch of things. He's going to be in the new John Wick. Uh, he was in that terrible show with Halle Berry that I can't believe I watched all the oh, episodes. Oh, that's where I know. Extant. That was a good show. Oh. What's wrong with that? <laughs> it was not a good show. He was in Rush Hour 3. Actually, you know, this is a Rush weird Hour. comparison. You, you know you mentioned him being in John Wick. Does he kind of not look like a Japanese Keanu Reeves? You know how Keanu Reeves has got that kind of like goatee, sort of long hairish kind of look now. Yeah, like, I can kind of see it. Like, He's oh, a... yeah. Now, yeah. I remember liking Dogen and thinking he was very mysterious, and I was really intrigued with this character. And I was thinking, oh shit, we're, we're meeting like original, like secret others. Completely dropped the ball. <laughs> Not a fan of Dogen. He does a good job as the actor and as the character, but they really so much potential here that was just wasted. I like to be honest with you, I can't remember much about him. And this is where, like, when I was watching this and I see him, I'm like, oh yeah, that guy. And for some reason, I always think, who was it? Um, 
what season was it when they went to the others camp? I think it was the Michael episode where you've got that um the older black woman. She was kind of like yeah, the Miss Clue. Yeah, Miss Clue, thank you. I always think this is her. Like for some reason when they get to the temple, I think that what? she's in control. It's a Japanese man? No, no, but like I forget it's a Japanese man. I always think it's kind of like an older black woman who's like the the in control of the temple. So then when I see him, I'm like, oh yeah, him. Um but I, I yeah, it's I don't I honestly can't remember much about what happens with him, but I just think it's kind of weird that he's got his John Lennon sidekick. <laughs> like, I, like, I love yeah. how he's all like, English is dirty on my tongue. But I just, who is this guy? Who is John Lennon hanging around with this guy? Well, this is like, well, firstly, I will say I love that character trait of I, I don't like the way English tastes on my tongue. I think that's a really cool, like, that he does speak English, but he just yeah. chooses not to. I think that's a, that's like almost a Bond villainy sort of thing. Smart Hurley um, too, by the way, when he's like, you're not translating yeah. back what I'm you saying. Oh, clever uh, but Yeah, like, uh, just the fact that th- this character is called Lennon and <laughs> they made really? him look yeah, his name oh, is God. Lennon. Wow. It's just I don't understand why this character was was in the show. Sure, he needs, like, his English psychic, but why did they have a character that looks like John Lennon called Lennon? It's just so dumb and random. And Yeah, they're uh, not thinking too yeah. much about that one. I, I, I honestly didn't know his name was Lennon. He looks like... um. Like, I guess he just looks like any 70s movie character, doesn't he? But um, the random one that I think he also looks like is, um, I'm sure you're a massive Forrest Gump fan, but um, when when uh, Gump is, like, saying goodbye to Jenny for, like, the 80,000th time when they're in Washington and they're getting on the bus, I think it's, like, the boyfriend of Jenny who's, like, belting her up. Like, it looks like him. But, again, I guess that's any <laughs> random 70s hippie man. Um, but And we also get to see TV's Kimberly Joseph is back here as yeah, well. Yeah, he's back. And the kids. The kids, which that's one thing Lost doesn't get enough credit for, though. They, like, literally brought back, like, random side characters from one episode uh, for Mm. consistency's sake. Like, the kids are back. I think, you know, I've got issues with Dogen and Lennon. I think it's super cool that they brought Kimberly Joseph back and that she's been living as an other all this time. Like, I agree. It's just a kind of cool side thing that they didn't need to do, but it just adds to the world a bit. Well, it kind of makes sense, though, because... I guess with the Tailies, they're all dead. Um, our our Not sort enough. of our the rest of the passengers have kind of all been mowed down, right? So like, we never saw what happened to her, did we? Um, so yeah. it's kind of I like that they don't because imagine if they just forgot about her, and then particularly that you saw her in the last episode, they would have been like, oh, oh yeah, what happened to her on the island? There would have been all these you know questions. So like, literally, here she is. And also the kids who got kidnapped. You're like, oh, okay, I remember that. Like, I think, yeah, it's a cool little thing that I actually remember this. It's a little creepy. Like, the kids were on their way to meet, like, Mm. their mom in L.A. And now they're, like, living in this temple three years later. Like, very culty vibes. Like, Kimberly Joseph, better Australian mother than Claire. So, I have to say, uh, Kimberly Joseph looks good uh, as roughed up other. Yeah, yeah, dirty Kimberly Joseph. She dirty Kimberly Joseph. What is, what, <laughs> do, we, do we ever look into what happened? What happened? What happened to Kimberly Joseph? Where is she? She's going to be a last light. Yeah, she's probably a manifest. She, she. This isn't even her last episode. Either. She's going to come back. Um, oh. Was she in the afterlife? No, but Dogen is in the afterlife, which is what? weird. 
What? Yeah. <laughs> Come off yeah. it. He, he meets up with Jack and like talks <laughs> they, about they, get his, together. Their, they talk about their sons together or something from memory. What? Um, That's just odd. Kimberly yeah. Joseph has oh no, she's she had a bit of a break. So after Lost, she uh, was in Lincoln Park. Uh, intentional or unintentional? Well, she was in a Lincoln Park music video in 2012, took a break, then came back and was in a short film called Fickle Bickle, where she played Jenny Bickle, took a break, and she's just recently appeared in the pilot of La Brea, uh, where she oh, played... Oh, that's that Lost one, isn't it? Oh, is it? Well, Isn't convenience. that the one that Colin told us to watch, but oh, we didn't yeah, watch? Yeah, yeah. So she's Captain Catherine Souza. So there you go. Oh. She's, she's in the. Oh, it is too. Um, wow, I kind of want to watch it now, just for TV's Kimberly Joseph. Yeah, she's gone from being in Lost to being in the Lost Ripper. There is literally nobody in this cast that I have heard of. <laughs> oh, Eon Mackin, him, Natalie <laughs> Zia. Except for music videos, Kimberly Joseph. I know. I kind of want to watch this Lincoln Park video now, just to see what she's. Uh, she has. If this is the if this is the real Kimberly Joseph, she has only ninety two followers on Twitter. Although having said that, she hasn't updated it since it's twenty thirteen. And then there's a Kimbo Bottomus <laughs> bottom on Instagram, um, which I don't think is the. I think the little panel on Google has got it wrong. But um, there you go. Let's everybody watch La Brea for TV's Kimberly Joseph. Now, like, we'll talk definitely more about Dogen Lennon as we go along, but this little temple arc, five or six episodes, definitely goes down as one of my least favourite arcs in the history of the show. Uh, such a missed opportunity, such a lull. in When I talk bad about season six, uh, you know, I have issues with some of the stuff that happened later, but I'm more or less a lot of it is talking about this sort of five, six episode temple arc, which just is not good television. And this is maybe why I don't remember it, because maybe it is just like like I remember this Saeed bullshit. Um and that's about all I like I literally can't remember what happens in this temple. So uh maybe it's just it's that bland to me that it's just okay, sure. So yeah, I, I honestly can't remember. It frustrates me because we're going to this like secret place on the island, which we've heard Ben mentioned one or twice, once or twice, and we're introducing these new characters. I remember reading online that Lennon and Dogen were like the last new main characters, but that obviously turned out to be false information because they don't last for the next like five episodes. But uh, there's just so much opportunity to explore the others and the island in this final season, and just nothing happens there. Mm. Um, but anyway, so we're out there, and I do like where they're talking, like, where blah, 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 and then Dogen's, like, in Japanese, and they're, what are you doing? Oh, we're going to kill you. Yeah. And then all of them go, no, <laughs> Jack, oh, no, no, Why oh, do I, I hesitate? I just want them to just go bang, 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 bang. Okay. Yeah, the end. Uh, it worked. Uh <laughs> And then, like, this where no, uh, Jacob Centers was like, what did you say? Uh, and then this is where he's got the guitar case and they pull out the ankh, like, Egyptian sort of thing, which Dogen smashes and for some reason like Hurley's like... Symbol, the symbol of Prince. <laughs> Remember when Prince yeah. changed his name to a uh, symbol? When he changed his name to this. Yeah. So this, uh, is, this is their big Prince fans lost 
you know, Damon Lindelof cutting cues. I just uh, watching this thing here, bit, bit extra, isn't it, Jacob? Yeah. <laughs> a little bit extra. Yeah. Like, you could have given him a little necklace version of it or something. Like, come on, <laughs> Jacob. Like, what if, like, Hurley it's very, just... very camp of Jacob. What if Al Jazeera lost this, you know, like, uh, yeah. like the coffin, you know? Yeah, then they would be shot. Uh, but this is where they're like, what are your names? And they go read out their names. And then they're like, what is his name? Saeedra. You can't even say his own name at this point. Uh, he should be dead. Uh, and then this is like, well, what happens if he dies? We're all going to be in trouble. I'm like, oh, God, can't you just let him die? Let him go gracefully. <laughs> <laughs> Again, he actually was meant to be awake and talking, but Naveen Andrews just had a bender. <laughs> what, 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 what's, his, what's his name? Naveen. Naveen. What? Oh, it's what? This, this isn't that show with the Wachowskis. Am I still on fucking Lost? Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, this is where they, like, drag Saeed into, like, this weird, like, <laughs> it's like the Willy Wonka fountain. It uh, is. <laughs> Augustus Groot should be here. <laughs> Uh, and they're saying like oh the spring is not working properly but like we've never seen it before so we don't know what it's supposed to look like Um, it's not meant to be that colour or something like that yeah and then like Dogen's like cutting his hand in it it's like this is how we get get diseases no wonder (laughs) you're getting these waters brown you're just cutting yourself in it all the time there's dirty blood in it Kimberly Joseph and the kids have just been cutting themselves up in there that's Kimberly Joseph's bath (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, and then they're saying well we can try and save him but there will be risks uh, and what follows might be one of my least favourite scenes in the history of Lost I'm uh, with you. <laughs> so they're going to say and even not even in hindsight even when I was watching it the first time I remember seeing this and just being like what what is happening Like it, it wasn't even mysterious enough to be interesting it was just shit <laughs> Um, so this is where they're like, they have the hourglass and they're just drowning, saying, and no one's doing it. They're all just saying, what are you doing? But no one's trying to stop them. Uh, it doesn't like someone hits Jack or something like that. Yeah, they uh, kneecap Jack, like, um, Bogan basically is like, no. Uh, yeah, they're just like, they kill Saeed. Which, this is what I said to you last week. It would be really like dark. Just kill Saeed off here and be like, we just lost Juliet and now we're losing Saeed. We failed to save him, but we're in this temple. It would really set the stakes for the final season. For one, he should have been written off in season five, but if you're going to keep him, kill him off here and you can still keep him in the flash sideways. So you're not fully getting rid of Naveen. Like he can still be a part of the show. But, like, this was the perfect opportunity just to have, like, a holy fuck moment in the premiere of the, like, everyone would be talking about this. But instead of, like, at the end of the episode, oh, zombie, what happened? What happened? What happened? What happened? It's, they kill him. It's like, like, they kill him, like, four times, basically. Like, he gets shot, dead. He wakes up, I failed, dead. And doesn't he wake up again? Dead. Here he is again, dead. It's like and just, what does Hurley say? Like, can unconscious people breathe? Oh, and then, but like, no. What, what the one thing too that also I don't think we mentioned in the flash sideways is you get a moment with him and um, Art oh, yeah. looking at Nadia, 
just again, like, oh, the woman that you're going to meet in the afterlife. Well, this is the other question. Can we just clarify this with this whole afterlife church bullshit without Nadia? Why even in the afterlife is he pining over Nadia only to end up with Shannon? Even in the afterlife, he gets screwed over. But that's where it doesn't make sense. Like, he, like, just don't have him looking at Nadia if this is the afterlife. That is just some bullshit right there. Show him looking at a picture, but we don't know what's on the picture. Exactly. Exactly. Even even in the one little scene he has to do there, Naveed is completely, like, phoning it in to the point where I forgot to even mention it. What happened? But, yeah, like, I I, I remember watching this too, kind of like, this is weird. And, like, the thing that just makes it dumb is, like, I'm with you. They should just kill him off. Kill him off last week, or yet you know, two yeah. hours ago in our first part. But like last the season, thing, the thing that makes and I get it. It's meant to be the big plot twist. He wakes up at the end. What happened? Like, <laughs> wh- why? Why is he laying there for like an hour? Like, like surely rigor mortis <laughs> or something set in by then. Like he's got half a face, a bit of gangrene or something hanging off him. His body fluids have gone everywhere because he's all his muscles are relaxed. What happened? Why am I covered in shit? Uh, <laughs> Like, use this, if you're going to do that, use it as a plot point where, like, oh, I died and I saw us in LAX and, like, yeah. what's going Use that as, like, an actual, give him an interesting storyline where, like, he keeps telling them, like, I saw these visions or... But once he turns into a zombie, he gets nothing to do for the rest of the show other than blowing up a bomb. What is the point? What is the actual point? Has it ever been explained? Like maybe they had already agreed to let Naveen stay on and then they're like, oh, shit, no, we actually didn't want. Yeah. Maybe his contract was like already signed. Or maybe Naveen Andrews has sat down and said, all right, guys, I've got this great idea for season six. What if I was a zombie? Zombie side. <laughs> oh, we love it, Naveen. Just say yes so he will like shut up and maybe he'll leave the show. That's just he wanted that, so he didn't have to do any real acting. He just has to walk. Like, literally, we're never going to get another Saeed scene in the rest of this show. It's just zombie dead. Ian Summerholder's listening in on this meeting going, I'll be a zombie! I'll be a zombie! Boo, if Saeed can come back from the dead, boo, can. I want zombie boo. That'd be great. (laughs) Has anyone got a pen? Pen. Has anyone got some brains? I'm a (laughs) lifesaver. Yeah, that's just like it could be mysterious. Like it's pretty creepy that they're just drowning him, but it's just and then like they try and play like the sad music, but the way they do it, you know he's not dead. Just the way it's edited. They don't even play it like he's dead. They could have like tricked us, but Mm. like they tricked us with Charlie in season one. Mm. But and then you know that great scene where Jack's going, Come on, come on. It really shows what how he feels about Saeed because he does a little like And then Kate's like, Jack, you shouldn't. Okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, let's go and have lunch. Like, <laughs> it's just everything is wrong about this scene. Like, I don't dislike this episode, but if there's anything that would drag it down, it's, it would be this scene. It's just in hindsight and in sight. Um, but, yeah, so they kill Saeed. Shall we eulogize Saeed? Should have eulogized him his season. They ago. never explained this. There's never anything about why he's a zombie. Like, <laughs> uh, nothing who comes of this. <laughs> uh, and, you know, that we mentioned that in, they got that interview with Damon Lindelof, that other podcast. They start to bring this up and then they say, oh, 
No, we don't want to make you sad. We're not going to bring up how angry we were. About no, I want to hear Damon explain himself about what, what that was that, going that should on. Be our never first question. About this. Our first question. Actually, a second question. First question is, why did you kill off Boone? And Boom. second question. <laughs> seriously, if we got him on the show, I'd be talking to him about Boone. Like, can we just That's talk just- about Boone? I just and the fact that they have this alternate timeline thing, they could have kept Naveen. It's not like we he would be fully written out of the show. They've got Claire mm. here and she's technically not come back yet. Well, they had Boone and Charlie a week ago. So they had Boone, yeah, Charlie's back. He's in a bunch Arts. of episodes. You know? Yeah, so it's just the only thing that Saeed does, he gets a pretty creepy, cool moment in his episode at the end of the, this temple arc, and that's about it. We're done with Saeed. There's Sorry, we're done with Naveen. It's not Saeed. It's not Saeed. TV's Naveen um, Andrews. Yeah, Zombies Naveen Andrews. Was he in La Brea? <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me. Um, Maybe he's going to be so, with Matthew Fox. Maybe he's his, like, last line. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, this is where the kids come in and they're, like, helping bring food, like, slave Ooh, kids. production Sorry, he's, I just to interrupt. He's, uh, there's a mini-series coming out in 2022 featuring Naveen Andrews called The Dropout. Oh. He plays so Sonny Balwani. Yeah. Oh, 20- I haven't heard about that. I think it's, like, a famous book or something. 2022, a Hulu original. Um, it's got William H. Oh, Macy yeah. in it, Laurie Metcalf in it, uh, Amanda Seyfried, Seyfried, whatever her name is, Stephen Fry. It's a pretty stacked oh. cast. Stephen Fry and Naveed. Yeah, hanging out together. Um, well, we've Michael got last Einstein. line to look forward to. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, Jesus. TV series that chronicles Thernos founder uh, Elizabeth Holmes' attempt to revolutionize the healthcare industry after dropping out of college and starting a technology company. Okay? That's very boring. Yeah, I know. But Naveen's in it. Hello, everyone. I'm here to... Yeah, so- Twenty twenty two is a big year for Lost. Big year for Lost fan. We've got Last Light miniseries. We've got the Dropout miniseries with Devine, and we've got Claire's uh, Emily DeRaven's Australia like SBS High Art sort of yeah. thing. Yeah, trying to find out so, when that was coming up. True Colors. It comes a big out next year. year. For Lost. Big year for Lost fan. Oh, she's also Emily DeRaven is also in something called Wreckage, which is in pre production right now. So, oh, and uh, and Kim Lee Joseph in La Brea. So yes. And Did isn't, uh, isn't there a new isn't there a new Ant Man and a Wasp coming out next year? Oh no, twenty twenty three. So that's a shame. Yeah, okay. She needs to she needs to hold off on doing any work at the moment. <laughs> she she, she, she quit. now with um, the, the, the new strain. Oh, I can also see here that uh, Josh Holloway's got a new TV series in pre production called Duster. Oh. So uh, well, that sounds good. He's, he's oh my god! About the dustbuster. <laughs> Do you want to hear uh, a sentence you never thought you would ever hear? Um, you got a date? Uh, in November 2021, La Brea was renewed for a second season. Oh! Kimberly Joseph is coming back. Well, in all fairness, she was only in one episode, so I'm guessing she probably got killed in the pilot. Um, but wow, well, she okay. came back at last. Well, touche. Um, so, oh, geez, what would you rather watch, La Brea or Manifest? Yeah, like all our favourite shows are getting renewed. I'm just um, trying to see. Jorge Garcia is in something called When We Were Pirates coming out next year. Uh, let's finish this off. So this is where Hurley, speaking of Jorge Garcia, visits Dogen and he says, I don't like uh, the way English tastes on my tongue. 
Uh, and this is where I like this scene where Hurley tells him that Jacob is dead. And it's like, oh, shocked, Dogen. <laughs> and Lennon, like, panicked Lennon. What are we going to do? But I kind of like that, that they don't know that Jacob has died. They've just been hanging out at this temple. And then, like, oh, shit, Jacob's dead. Uh, and then they're like, everyone panics and they start pouring the ash around the temple. So we can kind of assume that uh, the man in black lock is on his way to the temple, which is kind of cool. Uh, and this is where they're just standing there watching over uh, Saeed's body, dead Saeed, rest in peace. Uh, it says here, Hurley says goodbye to his friend. Uh, but so, uh, and then this also been brought in. I do like this where uh, Sawyer tells Kate, like, I'm not going to kill Jack. He deserves to suffer on this rock just like the rest of us. I love that line. Mm. Like, Jack doesn't get the dignity of dying and neither does Saeed. Uh, and this is where Lennon says he wants to speak with Jack. Uh, and then they're arguing and then they are all uh, shocked because who sits up from the dead and is very much alive, according to uh, uh, Lost Pinion, pauses and confuses and asks, what happened? What happened? <laughs> I sent this video to Ben last night when I watched this episode because <laughs> it's so funny. He's completely given up. He, at the end of that line, he speaks in complete British Cockney. He goes, what happened? What happened? And his face is not even acting. He doesn't even care. <laughs> so again, that's caught Naveen on a bad day. He's woken up from a bender. Oh. <laughs> what, happened? Oh, what happened? Oh, I'm still on the show. <laughs> oh. I thought they were going to kill me off. But yeah, it's a... Oh, dun-dun-dun, Saeed is alive. Uh, he didn't die. Oh, whatever. Did we miss the part where, like, they're all panicking because the man in black's coming? No, you were just mustn't have been listening to me speak oh. just then. I was reading all the different credits here. Sorry. I was trying to find out where, what um, Henry, Henry and Cusick was doing. Um, he's in MacGyver. Yeah, sorry, I was I was so entrenched in looking up IMDb things. Yeah, I'm <laughs> Start glad again. You pay attention on this show. Uh, Start again. Let's go through some of the trivia. Uh, oh, this no, is angry. Oh, fuck you. I'm moving on. Uh, some of it's very obvious and not interesting. Uh, oh, when viewing the address on. Show- oh, here we go. They did talk about the address. When viewing Aww. the address on Jack's business card, you can see a film crew. Huh? Did you see a film crew when you looked? Where are you looking at here? On 8444 Wilshire Boulevard. You can see a film crew, like on Google Maps, are they saying? I guess so. Uh, no, it was, a, it was a, a theatre when I looked it up. Was it wrong? Hmm. <laughs> uh Let's see. Um, There's not a lot of trivia for these two episodes, actual good ones. Um, Yeah, here we go. The customs officer, Agent Anne, asked son if she spoke English, referred to as Miss Pack instead of Mrs. Kwan, but that's what I'm saying. I'm almost certain that uh, Korean women do not take their husband's name. Literally, sorry, Um, the the note that they've got on this, I'm right. I'm right, stupid Lostpedia. You click on that, the, the link that they've got, it takes you to Google Images. It's the freaking theatre. Idiots. Uh, this is my possibly my favourite trivia we've ever had. This episode aired on Groundhog Day. Oh, maybe it's repeating um, itself. Uh, 
let's see production notes. There was no guest cast listed for spoilers. That's pretty cool. The whoosh is a different sound than the flashback sound. Okay. Emily Durabin rejoins the main cast. Uh, <laughs> Nesta Carbonell, Jeff Fahey, and Zuliko Robinson are promoted to the main cast. Ah, oh, good on them. Um, originally, Maggie Grace was set to make an appearance, but was unable to film any scenes due to her busy schedule. Thus, Doing the backstory what? was rewritten to accommodate this. Was she that busy? Tooken, probably. That was around that yeah, time. Uh, uh, Elizabeth Mitchell, Dominic Monaghan, and Ian Summerholder return. I like I like how um, they've got that quote there when it's like, it featured special appearances by former main cast. Wasn't Elizabeth Mitchell a main cast member the previous episode? So she's been missing from the main cast for one episode. Oh, oh she's returned. <laughs> Uh, Kimberly Joseph and uh, Zach and Emma return. Uh, yeah, just lots of returns. Uh, so do we have any questions and answers? I guess why is Zombie Saeed a thing? Why is Zombie Saeed? Saeed? You do realise that on Lostpedia they actually have questions that we could just steal. <laughs> do they? Yeah, like at the very bottom, if you go all the way down, all the way down, unanswered questions. Why is the island underwater and the flash sideways? Why is the water no longer clear in the temple? Why is the man in black disappointed with the others? And it's got, I love how it's got a little box next to them. Unanswered questions. Do not answer the questions here. Keep the questions open-ended and neutral. Do not suggest an answer. Demanding Lostpedia. (laughs) Maybe like, what is the temple? What, what is the deal? Uh, no, we do not. What is the I don't think we got any answers, did we? Uh, is lasagna worse than pasta bake? No, it is not. Yes, what? it is. Um, no, it's how, not. It is. Uh, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> how did Kate eat her lasagna? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I don't. I don't think of any. Oh, so, is, oh no, we still haven't answered that. No, never mind. Let's get into our uh, our rankings. Uh, so we did part one, and now we've finished the premiere of season six. So we're off to uh, we're starting our run towards the end of the show. This aired same same day, so this is what we got kicked off with for season six. So what are you gonna summarize and rank for this one? Um, I'm still gonna buy it because. I watched this a week ago at the same time as part one. And I think like, as you kind of alluded to, it was meant like it aired on the same night. You're watching it all together. And I think when you watch them back to back still, it, it holds out well. I think sitting here and talking about this, spoiler alert, a week after we recorded the first part, like it comes across as a, a bit of a worse episode, but it hasn't really changed much. I still, it's still a buy for me. Um, and I have rated it... At 34. Does that seem a bit oh, high wow. for me? Yeah, I think that's a bit high. I'm going to change that. I'm not, I'm not happy with 34. That's pretty high. Yeah, let's move that down a little bit. Um, in translation, wasn't too bad. That was better than this. Lockdown, catch. Life. Oh, I like the life and death of Jeremy Brown. Oh, and Hearts and Minds. This, oh, Hearts and Minds is better than this episode. Uh, this is going below Hearts and Minds. So I've dropped this down to 54th. <laughs> oh, 34th to 54th. Yeah, what was I thinking? 
God, the talking this talking about this has made it worse for me. So still a buy. <laughs> Uh, but Hearts and Minds, I'd rather watch that any day of the week. So uh, 54 for me, just below Hearts and Minds, just above 316. Uh, I'd say that 316 is better and Hearts and Minds is worse. Well, uh, and Lasagna is better too. Um, <laughs> I'm going to buy it. I will say I probably would have rented it, but I view the two-parters and the three-parters as one episode. They were written together. They were directed and filmed together they aired together so to me they are one episode just split for tv purposes uh so it's getting a default lucky buy from me uh it's probably the only i maybe wouldn't have just been consistent with them all so i would have said a a rent but i'm gonna buy it i think it's part of the first part and i bought the first part uh so we're off to a good start for season six, but it ain't going to last. Well, I just want to quickly add, Noah, this is now the fourth time you have bought six lost episodes in a row. Your I'm record, consistent, if anything. Your record is seven, which you did between episode 19 of season three and episode two of season four. So should you buy an episode next week, you will tie your record for most episodes. <laughs> oh, hang on a minute. Sorry, I just saw what next week's episode is. Well, you nearly got there. <laughs> what was I thinking? It's a Kate episode. That means I probably will never get there. In the whole- and if you had followed the leader, you would have been just like hot off the press. Like- oh, God, yeah. I would have, I would have been drunkenly stupid. Um, so... Yeah, wow. So, we're off to a good start for season six for a season Until that I'm week. high on. Uh, next week, you know, last time we had a Kate episode, I bought it. You did? Uh, I'm not going to buy this episode. <laughs> this episode is what Kate does. I feel uh, you've said oh, this is one of the worst episodes of all time. I think I've got a weird memory of you talking badly about this before. You're not wrong. This might be one of the worst episodes in the history of Lost. Uh, I'm not looking forward to it, talking about it. Uh, and at least we're getting the Kate one out of the way. And it's, it's such a shame. I bought the last Kate one. Uh, this So now we're talking about finals. So coming up next is our final Kate episode. The Kate episodes have been so controversial. But over, and now we're up to our last one. I won't be buying it. Uh, but we can look forward to the return of Squirrel Baby Claire. That is, so we actually get Island Claire next week as well, do we? At the end of next week. Yeah. Oh, goody. Um, look, I, I must have like the most limited memory of season six because I don't actually remember this episode and I haven't watched it yet. Oh. But um, I, look, I generally have been the defender of Kate episodes. I think there's only been one of the bins that you I've binned as well. I think every single one I've either bought or rented. I, I've definitely not been as bad as you on the Kate episodes. But um, I like Kate, so I, I'm never down on Kate. But, uh, I mean, Squirrel Baby Claire and Claire and Kate chilling. Um, yeah, it's everybody's favourite dream threesome, right? Kate, Claire, and insert yourself into it. So, sure. Uh, okay, I'm just going to move on from that. I don't know where um, I was going with that. <laughs> Random thought that popped into Ben's head. Maybe they'll give me an onion. Uh, yeah, so we're all talking about last next, and I have to say we're, I don't want to be a negative, uh, what's a character starting with N in this show? A negative. Uh, 
nest. I don't want to be a negative nester, but just looking at the list of episodes, it's going to be a rough <laughs> next like seven or eight weeks. Uh, but Aww. the Richard one's coming up in episode nine, so that's look, a great look forward episode. to that. Uh, and but, um, isn't Everybody Loves Hugo a good episode? Well, that's not coming up in the next nine episodes. I know, but, but I'm just looking at the list. Shut up. It's pretty average, but... Get to watch a porno, the package. Bring it on. Yeah, oh, God, this season does not have some classic episodes. <laughs> uh, then, then you get the candidate and what they die for in the end and Abaturna, so it's not sea. all bad. Yeah. Uh, you are going to hate um, me not, where how how high I rank across oh, the sea. Am I rank number one across the sea? Number one. But I love 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 across that episode. Love it. Love uh, that episode. Oh god. The thing is, I'm not even that like low on it like other people are. But I feel like now I am going to come out of this show being <laughs> hating it just based on how much you love it. I am uh, telling you now. Another day all over again. Hey, I, I did that on Nip Tuck with Connor McNamara 2026. I Everyone hates that episode. I ranked it in my top 10 for memory, so bring it on. Now we all hate it even more. Uh, but, yeah, we're off. We're off to the races with season six. Uh, we're in the home stretch. Just 15 more to go, and we're done. Uh, so let us know what you think about LA SpaceX uh, and your thoughts on season six. Um we're moving into we have what Kate did, and now we're having what, what Kate does. Uh, what Kate did. <laughs> what Kate does. Uh, so I don't know if we're going to get like what Kate didn't do and what Kate will do. Uh, it's like a series of kids' books. What mask will Kate wear? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. What Kate does is not wear a mask. Uh, but anyway, uh, this is fun, and uh, my name is Nora. And seriously, what? the fuck happened my name is ben and i'm seeing it but i'm still not believing it thanks for downloading this episode of the oz network make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing to the podcast by apple Podcasts, spotify stitcher google Podcasts, or by copying our rss feed into your preferred podcast provider and while you're there please drop us a rating and leave us some feedback You can also be sure to stay up to date with all the latest episodes and happenings from the show, as well as finding out how you can get involved in upcoming episodes by following our social media pages on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram, as well as getting everything you need under one roof at theoznetwork.net. Thanks again for listening and we'll speak to you next time. like exclusive stuff yes sir do you like having access to your favorite podcast hosts in a way like never before yeah absolutely do you wish you had access to our old survivor oz episodes that you can't find anywhere else online oh yeah if you answered yes to one two or all of those questions then get excited because the oz network is now on patreon That's right, your favourite podcast has jumped on the Patreon bandwagon to enable a better listening experience for you, our listener. 
For more details, simply head to www.patreon.com forward slash oznetwork where you can sign up for as little as $3 a month. It'll be the best decision you make since that last bad one you made. <laughs>